What's going on guys? Welcome to another Crazy Conspiracy Podcast. On this episode, we're going we're going to be talking about the Bermuda Triangle. And now there's been so many crazy stories that I've heard, stories that I've read, and stories that I'm going to share with you guys. And I'm going to let you guys decide what do you guys think about the Bermuda Triangle? Is it some is it is it some sort of quote-unquote alien hangout spot because there's a bunch of unexplainable things that happen in there that is just blows my mind ships disappearing all the good stuff and we are going to dig in talk about it so the Bermuda Triangle is a mythical section of the Atlantic Ocean Roughly bounded by Miami, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico, where dozens of ships and airplanes have disappeared. Unexplained circumstances surround some of these accidents, including one in which a pilot of the squadron of U.S. Navy bombers became disoriented while flying over the, over the area. The planes were never found. Other boats and planes have seemingly vanished from the area in good weather, Without even radioing distress messages. That's just right there. That's just crazy. Theories have been proposed regarding the Bermuda Triangle. None of them prove that mysterious disappearances occur more frequently there than in any other well traveled oh my gosh. Well traveled section of the ocean. In fact, people navigate the area every day without an incident. So, if people navigate that area and nothing seems to happen, it goes perfectly fine, then why have all these all these uh, stuff happened? That's just, I don't know, I can't explain that. So, let's talk about more about the legend of the Bermuda Triangle. The area referred to as the Bermuda Triangle, or the Devil's Triangle, covers about... 500,000 square miles of ocean of the southern oh, southeastern tip of Florida. When Christopher Columbus sailed through the area on his first voyage to the New World, he reported that a great flame of fire, which was probably a meteor, <laughs> crashed into the sea one night, and that a strange light appeared in the distance a few weeks later. He also wrote about erratic compass readings, Perhaps because at the at that time, a silver of the Bermuda Triangle was one of the few places on Earth where true north and magnetic north lined up. Here we go with a really nice cool fact. Did you know, after gaining widespread fame as the first person to sail solo around the world, Joshua something, I can't say his name, disappeared on a 19, 1909 voyage from Martha's Vineyard to South America. Though it's unclear exactly what happened, many sources later attributed his death to the Bermuda Triangle. William Shakespeare's play, The Tempest, which some scholars claim was based on a real-life Bermuda shipwreck, may have enhanced the area's aura of mystery. Reports of unexplained disappearances did not really capture the public's attention 
until the 20th century, and especially infamous tragedies occurred in March of 1918 when the USS Cyclops, a 542-foot-long Navy cargo ship with over 300 men and 10,000 tons of mag magnesi magnesi something like that something magnesium <laughs> that was on board sank somewhere between barbados and the something i can't say that word so i'm not going to say it so it sank somewhere between barbados and somewhere around there you get the point the Cyclops never sent out an SOS distress signal, despite being equipped to do so, and an extensive search found no wreckage. Only God and the sea knows what happened to the great ship, U.S. President Woodrow Wilson later said. In 1941, two of the Cyclops sisters' ship similarly vanished without a trace along the same route. So it's a pattern. So this pattern allegedly began forming in which vessels traversing the Bermuda Triangle would either disappeared or be found abandoned. See, that's creepy. That's very creepy. Then, in December of 1945, five Navy bombers carrying 14 men took off from... from... what is going on here? From a Fort Lauderdale, Florida airfield in order to conduct practice bombing runs over some nearby shoals. But with his compasses, compasses apparently malfunctioning, the leader of the mission, known as Flight 19, got severely lost. All five planes flew aimlessly until they ran low on fuel and were forced to ditch at sea. The same day, a rescue plane and a 13-man crew also disappeared. After a massive week, oh, after a massive weeks-long search, failed to turn up no evidence. The official Navy report declared. That it was as if they had flown to Mars. See, now, how are you going to say that there's nothing mysterious going on in there when all these things are happening? People are just randomly disappearing. Either the ship is nowhere to be found or the ship is found and there's nobody inside. That's just crazy. And pretty creepy if you ask me. Okay, so we're talking about now the Bermuda Triangle theories and counter theories. And this is a really, really cool story that I found. There's actually a video somewhere of it. But I wanted to share it with you guys because I, I liked it so much. So, in a 1964 magazine article, additional mysterious incidents had occurred in the area, including three passenger plane. Yeah, yeah. Three passenger plane that went down despite having just sent all's well message. So it said it was good. And then it just vanished. It went down. The case of Bruce Gernon and his father is astonishing. Because so far he has been one of the few who has crossed the Bermuda Triangle and returned home to tell the story. His adventures occurred on December 4, 1970. In his Beechcraft Bonanza A36 plane, I really hope I said that right, leaving from Andros Island, the Bahamas, in the direction of Florida, United States. The usual journey takes an hour and a half, but Bruce did it in less than half. 
This is something impossible to do with such a small low-powered plane. It surprised everyone. Somebody just has a big truck and just leaving now. Thank you. Okay, let me start over. This is something impossible to do with such a small low-powered plane. It surprised everyone and is still an unexplicable testimony today of the abnormal forces at work in the ocean's region. Bruce says that shortly after takeoff, he saw an oval Jeez, Louise. He saw an oval-shaped cloud in the air in the middle of a clear, unobstructed sky. Without attaching any importance to it, he accelerated the plane to the pile to get through it. As it entered the cluster, the air became denser, and within a short time, the plane was completely enveloped by this cloud, and visibility was reduced to 7 or 8 kilometers. There was no lightning or rain, but there were white flashes that illuminated the sky. And although Bruce rose to 3,000 meters of altitude, he could not get out of the cluster. After a few more maneuvers, Bruce realized that the plane was trapped in the middle of a huge ring of strange clouds, at least 50 kilometers in diameter, and there was no way to get over it, over or under it. Minutes later, Bruce observed a U opening in the cloud. He had to get out of the trap as quickly as possible, and the opening gave him an opportunity. Approaching the opening, he realized that it was perfectly horizontal tunnel. That it was a perfectly horizontal tunnel, just over a kilometer long. And that he could see the blue sky on the other side. Bruce decided to head towards him. While remaining surprised by the strange density of the air, the continent, continent something appeared of these clouds. He began to accelerate towards it, towards the exit. According to Bruce himself, the hole was initially large, but gradually shrank. And when I entered the tunnel, something strange happening. It was like looking down the barrel of a rifle. I started turning slowly to the left and felt in intense electricity. Inside there were flashes. And all I could see was a gray fog. I call it the electronic fog. Describing those strange flashes that surrounded the plane. When Bruce Gernon finally got out of the tunnel, he contacted the Miami ATC but they couldn't see his plane on the radar screen. After a few minutes, the online radio operator told them with a voice full of fear and amazement that they were flying over Miami. This news surprised everyone since only 33 minutes had passed since the flight. A very fast journey, impossible to make in this plane. It is surprisingly 40 years after the event, which is probably more by now, when wormhole and time travel theories are present in astronomy and science research. Taking into the account the story, everything has been discovered so far regarding the possibility of the existence of portals capable of transporting matter and time in Spain's. Spain's? What is Spain's? What in the world is going on here? In time and space coincides. Quin. Quins something. From the beginning. I can't pronounce half of these words. They're just too smart for me. This case also reminds us of the theory that it doubles space to travel to a faraway point in time. And maybe the answer to the disappearance of ships and planes in the Bermuda Triangle 
Perhaps these crewmen went through unknown tunnels and it transported them into another dimension, to another place in time. And that's the part that I really want to believe so bad. Because it's just unexplainable. You can't find the ships. And it's crazy that even now, like, we found the Titanic. And it's still there. But we can't find these ships. Like, that's crazy. So that is the only logical explanation for me. Maybe these people saw the same things. Strange lightnings and strange clouds. And they somehow went to a different dimension, maybe. Who knows? Or a different place in time. Time travel? Possibly. But do I really believe in time travel? Eh, I'm still half and half. I don't know if to believe time travel. I don't know if time travel could be possible. But if you go by the story of what happened, it could be possible. Who knows? Even though Bruce Gerden's story was a worldwide trend at the time, many people later dared to tell similar experiences, leaving doubts, since there is no physical evidence of what happened. However, this testimony completely breaks with the typical myth, since there, there was a distortion in real time, and there was also a temporary disappearance of the radar, which causes the control tower to lose track of the plane. So... It's pretty hard to debunk this story when there's other people involved in it. And it's not a friend. It's not this guy called this person. It's like, oh, I'm going to do this and this. Like, it was him flying in the control tower. I mean, everything just adds up to what the story is saying. In addition to this, Bruce made sure to check how much fuel he had left in the tank of his plane, and the remaining amount was the equivalent equivalent of much less than the distance covered. This reinforces the theory of electronic fog, which counts the effect of magnetism on material, and which can produce drastic changes in the line of time, creating wormholes. Now that's... I don't know, it's just crazy to even think about it could this be possible could this be could this be true i personally i am choosing to believe it because there's no other explanation there's no other way to debunk this the only way to do it is for somebody to go out there and do them uh, doing themselves that's really it somebody has to go obviously not me because i'm not gonna do it but somebody that wants to do it I mean, go ahead, man. That's all you. That's just crazy. I would, I would really, I would love to be part of that experiment. Just sit back and watch. I'm not gonna touch anything because I'm not an expert. But I would just love to just be there and watch, and just witness everything. Tons of cameras, uh, satellite. GPS, whatever, get everything, high-tech, Area 51, let's just take everything from there and hook it up to this plane. Let's just do it. Not that there's anything in Area 51 that we can prove, but that's a different story. Some conspiracy buffs think that it, 
maybe the aftermath that it may be the aftermath left after the war remembering military projects like the Philadelphia experiment which was in 1995 they received two letters from a Carlos Miguel who also identified himself as Carl M. Allen and another correspondent who claimed to have witnessed a secret World War II experiment at the Philadelphia Naval Shipyard. In this experiment, Allende claimed that destroyer, destroyer escort USS Eldridge was render, rendered invisible, teleported to New York, teleported to another dimension where it encountered aliens, and teleported through time resulting in the death of several sailors, some of whom were fused with the ship's hull. However, most think this is one of the many cases that demonstrates the abnormal energy of the Bermuda Triangle. Something strange happens there, and we may not know it for a while, but it may be a doorway to other universe, universes and unknown dimensions. So this man claims that he witnessed a secret World War II experiment where they took the destroyer, made it invisible. This is just too much to take in. So they made it invisible. They teleported it to New York, and then they teleported it to another dimension and encountered aliens. Then teleported it through time, resulting in the death of several sailors. Could this be true? Could this not be true? There's really no way of us to find out if this was indeed a top secret uh, experiment. Which if you think about it, the crazy top secret experiments that they've done throughout the years. Could this possibly be true? For me, it's just we need to conduct more research on these kind of things and not spend our time or wasting our time in all these nonsense that goes on in politics today and the world for me we got to focus more on trying to find the truth in everything in every conspiracy that's been out there and of course if these conspiracies are true they're not gonna basically prove it to us so I don't know what would it take for at least this conspiracy to be proven. Or maybe there's nothing really going on there. And we've just been paranoid all this time. And people have been making up all these stories. So what do you guys think? Would you dare make the trip? Make the experiment? Because i tell you what. I know I would not. I'm too scared. Too scared to go over there. Hmm. I wouldn't do that. Until next time, guys. Bye.